It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Sort of, yeah. Rick Corey. That's right. Had... Keep trying to get out of it. Brees Hulse. <laughs> Bryce Hulse. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170. 701 on that very same Blitz 1170. Thank you for joining us, and I know you're out there this morning because we've now had five or six texts on Malto Meal, including... From Janie, who texts us at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma. Text line, it says, I survived on Malto Oil all through college. Go Pokes, Janie. <laughs> Thank you very much, Janie. It, isn't, right. it was really inexpensive. It's, it's probably like, you know, that would be your ramen for the morning, right? <laughs> okay. that, that, if you had that in the morning and ramen in the afternoon... I oh. bet your total output for food for the day was about a buck fifty. <laughs> it was just a, brain food. Yeah, well, and multiple is good for you too. All right, at seven oh two, we have much to do here. I'll get you the Andy Reid stuff. Plus, I want to play you some other things, including the uh, the fake outrage from a Taylor Swift fan who's parodying the people who don't like Taylor Swift in the NFL. We'll do that for you. I think it's brilliant. Coming up a little later on. Right now, though, it's time for Bryce to remind us what used to be. Fire up Huey Lewis for a trip back in time. It's Today in Sports History with Bryce Hulse on the Blitz 1170. Brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Now grabbing the back of a Jeep while on his skateboard, it's Bryce Hulse. This day in sports history, February 7th, 1925, heavyweight boxing champ Jack Dempsey weds actress Estelle Taylor. 1959, Chicago White Sox president Mrs. Dorothy Rigney agrees to sell the team to Bill Veek for a reported $2.7 million. Chicago insurance broker Charles O'Finley allows that he can match the price. Charles Kaminsky, Dorothy's brother, will try to stop Veek from buying the Sox, but will be unsuccessful. 1962, the Boston Red Sox hire former Indianapolis clown scout Ed Scott as their first full-time black scout. 1969, Diane Crump becomes the first woman jockey at a major U.S. racetrack. 1969, Rick Barry of the Oakland Oaks sets an ABA and professional basketball record by going 23 for 23 from the free throw line as Oakland defeated the Kentucky Colonels 124 to 122 in overtime. Dominique Wilkins of Atlanta later matches Barry's feet and sets the NBA mark on December 8th of 1992. 1978, the Nets were snowbound by a blizzard in New Jersey, forcing their game in San Antonio to be postponed. This marked the first time a basketball game in South Texas was snowed out. The game was rescheduled for March 7th. The Nets lost to the Spurs 129-98. to 1985, New York Devil Don Lever becomes the 57th NHLer to score 300 goals. 1988, 38th NBA All-Star Game in Chicago Stadium. The East beat the West 138-133. to the MVP, is, the MVP is Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls. 1988, heavyweight boxing champ Mike Tyson marries actress Robin Givens. 1991, Bob Knight, Larry O'Brien, Tiny Archibald, D- David, Counting, David Cowings, Harry Galden, and, he- and Larry Fleischer are all elected to the NBA Hall of Fame. 1994, Michael Jordan signs a minor league contract with the Chicago White Sox. Jordan will report to spring training before being assigned to the Class AA Birmingham Barons. After one season in the minors, Jordan will return to the NBA. 1998, the 18th Winter Olympic Games open in Nagano, Japan. 1998, NHL's Dallas Stars retire Neil Broughton's number 7. 2005, Britain's L. MacArthur become the fastest person to sail solo around the world, taking 71 days, 14 hours, 18 minutes, and 33 seconds. 2010, Super Bowl at Sun Life Stadium in Miami Gardens. New Orleans Saints beat the Indianapolis Colts 31-17. 
The MVP is Drew Brees for the New Orleans quarterback. The New Orleans quarterback. 2011, Carmelo Anthony of the Denver Nuggets scores 50 points in a 109-103 loss to the Houston Rockets. 2019, Hall of Famer Frank Robinson, a member of the 500 Home Run Club, a Triple Crown winner, the first player to win the MVP award in both leagues, and the first African-American manager in Major League history, passes away in hospice care in Los Angeles at the age of 83. He was also a senior executive for Major League Baseball and was still serving as the honorary president of the American League. And 2021 Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominate defending champion Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. MVP is Tom Brady, the Bucs quarterback. It's Brady's record, seventh Super Bowl win. Birthday is today, February 7th, 1941. Jim King, former Warriors and Lakers guard. 1947, Ted Ford, former Rangers and Indians outfielder. 1961, Rick Neuheisel, former Colorado and Washington football coach. 1968, Peter Bondra, NHL right wing for the Washington Capitals. 1973, Juwan Howard, Michigan basketball coach. 1974, Steve Nash, Hall of Fame Suns guard and current or ex-Nets coach. 1988, Matthew Stafford, Rams quarterback. In 1989, Isaiah Thomas, Mavericks guard. 1995, Robert Osuna, former Blue Jays and Astros pitcher. And 2001, R.J. Hampton, Magic Guard. And that is This Day in Sports History, brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. And this is the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. It is 7.06 on this Wednesday. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. We have the Super Bowl coming up this week. And as you go out there, we've got some fun, fun stuff. Or as you go out to watch it, we've got some fun stuff to talk about. Going to play some things from the last couple of days here in just a few minutes. Uh, and including, because it is kind of Super Bowl related, a uh, Taylor Swift fan parodying those who don't like Taylor Swift being at games. At first time I saw it, I thought, is this real or not? And I looked a little like bit more. Everything. Yeah, I kept watching. And I went, oh, okay, I get it. I finally do get it. All right, so look, I've got a couple of things that, that you might think I'm talking about the Super Bowl when I talk about pizza because it is one of the most ordered things. That's one of the biggest home delivery days for pizza mm. in the world. I think Easy. New Year's Eve is first, I believe, still. Okay. Uh, I think. and I'd have to go back and look. Well, Pizza Hut, because we're coming up on Valentine's Day, right? Pizza Hut wants to help. And we've heard like you can you can get a table with actually a candlelight and a you know a, t- a table cover at Waffle House, which I think is really cool. Right? Well, Pizza Hut wants to help as well, but they want to help a different way. They want to help with a goodbye pie. Hmm. So, if this whole Valentine Day, Valentine's Day instead of hello, it's goodbye, <laughs> the cover has goodbye on it and it has a heart, but it's a pizza heart and it's split down the middle and separated. And it says right on there, goodbye pie. And then they will put your <clears throat> uh, significant other's name underneath it. Former significant other. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're About formerly. To be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're formerly significant other. They'll put the, the name. And there's even an excuse generator. So if you want a like, clever oh. line. Okay. Now, this is a, a new habanero infused honey on a limited time addition to their menu. It's called Honey Hot. It's 12 bucks for a double pepperoni, which gets a drizzle of chili pepper honey. Then you can get hot honey wings for 6 bucks if you want to go along with it. Mm. So you could actually, you know, I don't know how you do it. I mean, do you tell them you're on the way over and just do that instead? I guess so. None of that pizza's being eaten, though. Oh, we're, we're, I bet it gets eaten. Really? Food never gets wasted, It doesn't get my thrown friend. into your face? What? In, no, 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 no. They, they, no. The delivery person hands it to you. They're not going to wing it at you. I mean, it's not like... So it's just, a, it's just the messenger. Yeah, 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 it's delivery. 
Okay. At least I think. I mean, I I did I didn't see it that it wasn't. But now I that mean, would be a fun job. I'd I'd do that. I don't want to hand it to him myself. Hi, hi, hey, how's the party going here? See you. No, 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 no. I, I'm out on that one. Just but watch I, the world burn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm a guy who doesn't like scorched earth policy, so that would be that. So, but I think you know, overall, as an idea, especially if you already know and she kind of already knows or he already knows, uh, we're kind of on the rocks here, you know. Yeah. So maybe give, at least that way it's something thoughtful. I guess that's true. I'd be worried maybe they poisoned it or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but so you want to be the delivery guy? Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. What does that tell us about you? <laughs> it, what's the old uh, Mel Brooks quote where it's like, uh, tragedy is if, or uh, funny is if you fall down the stairs, and then tragedy is if I cut my, or if I cut my finger or something. I act, if, if it's what I think it was, tragedy is when I fall down the stairs. Funny is when you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like yeah, that. and that's. Uh, thank God you knew Mel Brooks. I have great new respect for you at this point. That's that's tremendous. Sweet. I'm uh, back on top. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way this show works. It's just like what, that's Bryce? And then true. it's like, that's oh no, you're true. no, you're good. No, 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 no. You can you can disagree with me all day. I'll never think less. Uh, all right, so that's one thing you can do that if you'd like. Yeah, this thing happened. Now on the other side of that, what is the most creative way you can think to propose? Most creative way. Yeah. Um, you was, right off the top of your head. Uh, it'd be cool if, like, you took a picture, like, you do, like, a photo shoot, and, like, your fiancé thinks, that, like, she's looking at the picture, and then you, like, kind of are behind her, like, she doesn't know yet. That'd be pretty cool to, yeah. like, capture that moment. Well, yeah, people have find creative ways to do it. Uh, a guy over in the U.K., a barber in England, uh, had a more creative way. So he's with his, you know, significant other, and he just pulls his pants down. All right. My idea is already looking better. <laughs> well, if you pull your pants down from behind her, whoop, uh, is that you too tall? Uh, but, but in this case, he had tattooed on his thigh a picture of a guy on his knees. It's a stick figure person on his knees holding a heart of a, a lady stick figure standing, standing up and looking at him and then below it. Marry me then with a yes and a no and a checkbox. Like when you're, you know, like when you're in school, you yeah. know, check, check yes, yes or, yeah. or no. Yeah. But he had it tattooed on his thigh. Take notes, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know. There's so <laughs> many things that are wrong here. His heart was in the right place. No, his heart was on his thigh. <laughs> I mean, that's where I'm looking at it right there. And, you know, he probably knows she's going to say yes. Even so, come on. Yeah. There's going to be a day when that's a huge mistake, and the day was the day you thought of it. <laughs> Look, when I, when I got my tattoo, one of my dive masters did it, and I mm. asked him the, the things you would always ask a tattooed artist. Strangest thing someone's done, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And, and he said he has a policy. If someone comes in and wants a name, he won't do it for a week. Wow. You <laughs> have to, he said, go home and th he'll tell them, go mm -hmm. home and think about it. Count to 10 kind think of about, policy, mm -hmm. right? Think <laughs> about all the things that could happen. And then if you decide a week from now, you really want it, I'll do it. I respect that. Not just taking the buck, you know, mm -hmm. that's yep. good. Absolutely. Oh, he's, he's a terrific guy. Uh, we found out, and this was really frightening, the Alaska Airlines jet, the door that blew off. Yeah. Turns out they just didn't put some of the bolts in it. Oh. So Boeing has, you know, asked everybody to go around and look, and we'd heard from other airline presidents that Boeing had fallen behind when it comes to that. But this wasn't Boeing's fault. It was Alaska Airlines' fault, apparently, unless it came from the factory that way, and I, don't, I didn't read that it did. But it was missing four key bolts. 
They just you know, it, it says so that it, the, really, it really was that simple. Yeah, it says the manufacturing documents were used to authorize the opening and closing of the plug during the rivet work. So maybe it actually was during the construction. Anyway, if that's the case, when the thing blows off at 16,000 feet, I don't care at that point who's to blame. I just want this to be over. Yeah. And you to put the plane on the ground, and then we'll figure out the rest of it. But they just didn't put some of the bolts in. Why, and it, why do we keep on hearing these things pop up? I, so oh. if you're going, if you're on the way to your airport, good luck. Mm-hmm. Guy in uh, North Carolina was arrested because he damaged a historic courthouse. And they were going to arrest him for his role in the act. Well, then public safety were dispatched to the historic county, this courthouse on East Union Street, for a vandalism call. They found Joshua Daniel Sanders in the area. And after looking at footage, they determined he'd broken in and damaged a fire extinguisher and proceeded to willfully misuse and discharge it. All right, that seems like, all right, Mm. not a big deal, right? But they charged him with molesting a fire extinguisher. Oh, my. I don't know. Do you go on a sex offender list for fire extinguishers? I, I guess so. I don't have, work. don't have any idea. Do you like chihuahuas? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of, of dog rats. Uh, <laughs> but I know people who love them, just absolutely love them. And nothing, nothing will chew your ankles into like a chihuahua. Yeah. Uh, so a, a, a guy who's on a pension, has a chihuahua, lives at home with the, the chihuahua, was almost licked to death by the dog. And the reason is it you can get a rare illness, and because the dog was licking him all the time, he got said illness. Uh, I've heard of something like that. Yeah, and it, it, as you can imagine, did not go well. So they had to tell him, you know, then you got the tragedy of you got to get rid of your dog, Mm. which unfortunately, apparently, he had to do, which for him, I'm sure, was was not the world's greatest thing. Uh, And then, uh, let's see, one of the last things. Let me go back over here. There we are. We have some birthdays for today. It is a big day when it comes to celebs types. Ashton Kutcher, 46. Nice. World by the tail right there, man. He's married to Mila Kunis to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks like one of the one of the most fun and funny and genuine people you'll ever meet. Not to mention that she is not hard to look at. Mm-hmm. Seems like a wonderful lady. And if you haven't seen it. <laughs> All that 70s show. Uh, well, that, but uh, Bad Mom's Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You cannot watch it with kids. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. But she and Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn. Oh, man. Chris Rock is 59 today. He of the Will Smith slap fame. James Spader, who was really creepy and good creepy, is 64. Robert Robert, California. mm -hmm. Robert Smigel is 64. And if you you think, man, I know that name. You've Mm. seen him. A lot of the uh, short films he'd made were on SNL for a while. But he's also a comedian. Eddie Izzard is 62 today. Uh, and then when it comes to, uh, I'm not going to say that one. There's a porn star's birthday on here. Why is that on here? Right. Uh, music. Garth Brooks. How oh, wow. old do you think he is today? Um, 61. You're almost on the nose. 62. Oh. Which for me is like, oh, Lord. Uh, Sully Arna from Godsmack is 56. Uh, really? Limp Biscuits. Wes Borland is 49. Mm-hmm. And keyboardist David Bryan from Bon Jovi 
is 62. Wow, rocking out. And that's not sports here today on the Blitz 1170. 7-16, he's Bryce, I'm Rick, and we come back, I want to get you the fake outrage by the Taylor Swift fan and a little Andy Reid from the Super Bowl all coming up here on the Blitz. The Blitz text line is always open, 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma City Thunder fell short in Utah against the Jazz, 124-117. Utah had a 60-36 edge in the paint. SGA had 28 for the Thunder. Jalen Williams added 26, and Chad Holmgren had 22. Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter is returning to the NFL to take the same position for the L.A. Chargers. He'll be reuniting with former Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh, who took the Chargers head coaching job last month. That's the window world of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. Many of you already done that today. Thanks very much. I mean, we had I think we had a record number of early texts all about Malto meal. <laughs> we didn't get much about cream of wheat, which I knew was still yeah. out there, but we actually found Malto meal still out there, which is cool. Uh, that's Bryce Olson in the other room. He's the research guy. I'm Rick Corey over here. Uh, that's how I spend my afternoons. And at 721, we'll tell you in about an hour we're going to talk to Tyler Cass from KTHV over in Little Rock. He's our Arkansas insider. Until then, we got a lot of Super Bowl here on tap still to play for you. And uh, there was actually one sp- theory yesterday. We just played Brock Purdy. Uh, you probably know this name. I almost hate to even mention it. But then I saw the picture and I went, oh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yep. <laughs> so you know. He was asked about it, too. You know who Lee Harvey Oswald was. I do. He's the man who was accused of and was convicted of assassin. Well, he was not convicted. He never got to court. Was mm-hmm. accused of assassinating President Kennedy. Right. He was killed in the hallway, being led out by the Dallas police by another man, who supposedly had uh, mob ties. His name escapes me right now. And then he died of cancer shortly after because he was for he was quite a ways along in his cancer treatment. And so there are still people who don't believe Lee, <clears throat> Lee Harvey Oswald could have done it by himself. Jack Leon Ruby? Yeah, there you go, Jack Ruby. Uh, many people didn't think that Har- uh, Lee Harvey Oswald could have done it by itself and all that kind of stuff. But then yesterday I saw this someone tweet, holy crap, I've been thinking all week that Brock Purdy looks like someone. Oh, yeah. And they had Lee Harvey Oswald's picture next to Brock Purdy. <laughs> and unfortunately for Brock Purdy, <laughs> it was pretty close. Yeah. And, and someone did ask him about it yesterday. Yeah, uh, he was. I need. I need to look it up, but it doesn't really do much because Brock, when he was asked, he goes, "Yeah, I haven't really heard that." And they were like, "What are your thoughts on it?" He was just like, eh, uh, "I don't. I don't know." <laughs> like he just didn't really give much of an answer. Which I mean, how could you? Like, you know, you if someone say? says you look like the guy who assassinated JFK. It's just like, uh, thanks. That's yeah, I mean, yeah, right. And what are you gonna say, right? <laughs> I'm all getting, getting mad at my mom and dad. I didn't. You know, <laughs> I'm their product. I didn't do this. It, it is true. And then I saw a couple other people comment on it. And one person took it maybe, I thought, a little too seriously and said, hey, I mean, you can't blame him. I don't think anybody's blaming him. Someone just pointed out, holy cow, he does look right. like him. I mean, somewhere, somewhere in the world, somebody looks like Hitler. And they're not going to yeah. be happy about that. Yes. No. I was told I look like Jonathan Winters. You'll have to look him up. But especially when oh, I, I weighed, know Jonathan Winters. When I, paid, when I weighed 350, I was told I looked just like Jonathan Winters, mm. which, okay, maybe so, maybe not. But I felt I felt, felt, felt bad for Brock Purdy, you know. But then somebody yesterday, yes, uh, or in the last couple of days, asked Patrick Mahomes about his dad's DUI. Yeah. Well, what's so, he going to say? 
Mm-hmm. Hey, how do you feel about your dad's third DUI? What's he going to say? And he was classy in the way he answered it. He said, you know, I'm not really going to get into it, but, you know, he's in a better place right now, I think. And, and, and I mean, I mean heck, that, that's that's going to hit harder, too, to me, like, than what Brock Purdy got asked, just because that's something that people are going to have fun with, where it's like, that's real life for Patrick, you know? And the fact that he's had to deal with that and then the stuff with his brother, I mean, he's, he's had to take on a lot of crap. And, you know... It's one of the things, and you may be just, you may disagree with this completely. You may think it's a completely legitimate question. I think the legitimate part of it is: Will things going on in your life right now affect your thoughts and your preparation? I can see asking yeah. it that way. And if you want to be out front and bold, and you know all you know twig and berries about it, I suppose you could say. Well, you know, your father was just arrested for his third DUI. How will that affect your preparation for the Super Bowl? But I think that's a move, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Sure. I think that if you want to do it, just as I said, just tell them, you know, just, gosh, you had a lot of things going on. I know some, some personal things in your life that are tough. Does that affect you? But he didn't do it that way. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about your dad's third, third UI? Yeah. Oh, for the love of God! What, what do you, when you ask it that way, what do you, what do you think he's going to say? Like, yeah, he needs to get his you know what together, and you know, he's, he's not going to say anything. Well, and that's what somebody that's you know when I when I talk sometimes about where things have gone in journalism, and you may you may you know when I say the word journalism, but when I began in this business, it meant something. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I knew people who would do that two and three. You know, we were forced to do the two and three. Uh, sources before he reports something. I know a guy who used to anchor the news and he would not leave the newsroom until he put on a tie to go out. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. use it when he was anchoring <clears throat> on radio, but he put it on a tie to go out, even in radio, to, to interview somebody. He he took it seriously. He took it so seriously that if he was covering a fire, <clears throat> pardon me, and he wanted what we call nat sound of the fire engine just idling in the background, he would only use it if it was that fire engine at that fire. Oh. Man. Because he was look, he he had he didn't have it once, and he was complaining about it. And I said, I have that sound of a fire engine. No, it wasn't the same one. Authenticity. <laughs> yeah, the integrity. And yeah. you may say, well, that's silly. Is it? Or is that just the the man trying to do his job the right way? Yeah, if you well, have that attitude, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> my complaint now, and pardon me for continuing to clear my throat. This thing won't go away. My my complaint now is you let someone like that tag themselves as a media member and somewhere somebody who's some you know who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs is going to think yeah and that's concerning to me too but more concerning is we allowed this clown in the building mm. if those people aren't in the building I mean what what was gained by that it was yeah it's stupid it's very TMZ like oh it's worse than that mm. it's where it's it's where it's not even inquirer like it's worse than that, and it's the kind of thing that makes me want to just, oh, I, I just can't stand it. You know, and we've got you do this long enough, you'll stand by people, and occasionally you're going to ask a dumb question yourself, and you realize it, but it's not like that, right? But you're there's you're in, there's more good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever standing around someone like they to ask something like that, and everybody just turns and looks, and believe me, it's not the norm. It's not, but there's an, there's enough of that, and enough credentials given out for those kinds of things. And how are you going to vet that? I, I wish they could take someone like that, single them out, and say, that's it, never again. Mm-hmm. You'll never get another NFL credential. Mm. I, I, this is this is where you did wrong. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Love to see it. All right, at 727, right, let's, do, let's do something a little lighthearted before we take our next break. So you may or may not know about Andy Reid's commercials with Jake from State Farm. And if you don't know who Jake from State Farm is, then you've never watched a television because <laughs> he's everywhere. And the, the partnership with Mahomes, which was first, 
And then with Mahomes and Andy Reid, and then with Andy Reid, Kelsey and Mahomes, you know, Mahomes and Mahato, which I think that commercial is yeah, funny as well. And Kelsey really does a nice job in that one, I think. And you know, I know Kelsey's in the new Subway one, too. Have you seen it? Uh, yes. My new best friend. He's, mm-hmm. It's the one about the he's got the foot long in one hand. He's got a foot long chocolate chip cookie in the other. In the other hand, okay, because now, yeah, apparently, yeah. they have a foot long <laughs> chocolate, chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. He's my new best friend. And it turns to Travis Kelsey, and he's just standing there with this really <laughs> mad look on his face, and he just throws a ball down and <laughs> walks away. Well, here's the and here's the State Farm commercial. I'm going to play it. So somebody bill State Farm, will you? Uh, commercial <laughs> with Kelsey and Mahomes, or pardon me, Mahomes and Andy Reid and Jake from State Farm. So Andy Reid's on one side of a booth at a diner, and Jake and Mahomes are on the other side. And... One of them has a burger, one of them has fries, and then Patrick has chicken nuggets in front of him. And you, as he's going through this, you know, you hear Andy Reid say, explain that, and every time they say something like, this burger, he grabs it and takes a bite. Okay? So here's the commercial. Patrick, Jake from State Farm, explain this bundling thing again. All right, Coach Reid. Let's say these fries are your car, right? And Uh-huh. And this burger is your home. Okay. It can be more affordable if you bundle them together. Kind of like a combo meal. Kind of like a combo meal. Mm. Explain it again with those nuggies. <laughs> Bundling. Just another way to save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right. And, you know, so he takes a, you know, he grabs the fries, <laughs> takes a fry, grabs the burger, takes a bite of the burger. And then when he says nuggies, he starts walking. You just see his fingers walking toward the nuggets. And Patrick Mahomes grabs them, turns sideways, and starts <laughs> eating one. And every time oh. we see that, my wife just does, Patrick Mahomes does the best job, the look in his face. Yeah. Right? So somebody at Super Bowl Media Day asked Andy Reid about TV and, and that kind of thing, being a quote-unquote TV star. Yeah, I'd probably say yes. Yeah, uh, you know. Actually, pardon me. The first question is, do you get recognized more now mm. than before because of those State Farm commercials? So I'll start that again. That was my fault. Yeah, I'd probably say yes. Yeah, uh, you know. I, um, when, I get, when I get out there, you know, so I'm not, <laughs> not out much, but uh, I'd say yes. I mean, I, that, that's, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to stand up here and sound like a movie star because I'm. Uh, that's uh, 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 I'm not very good at that, and I'm. But I appreciate people enjoying nuggies. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder. So I, humble. Yeah. Well, I just wonder how many people now just say nuggies. Oh, I know. I mean, has he changed the vernacular the way we we approach that? You see somebody... It's, it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Burger King and McDonald's and anybody who sells those are hearing, yeah, I'd like an order of nuggies now. Oh. <laughs> I can just see it. All right, and there's one other thing that I thought was classic. Now, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Rasheed Rice, the Chiefs rookie who has been fantastic. It's not that people don't miss Cheetah because they miss mm-hmm. that game breaker. They absolutely oh, do. Yeah. But Rasheed Rice has filled in to the point where people, when it comes to production... It's been really good. Now, he seems like a really good young man. As I've said before, he played at SMU. I, I've easily broadcast two or three games against him uh, with Tulsa, and he was always tough on Tulsa, too. He was tough on the league. But he appears to be a great young man, so much so that his neighborhood in Kansas City got together and threw him a farewell, good luck at the Super Bowl party. Wow. I mean, it looked like a regular block party. My <laughs> wife found this credit to her to Christine, and she showed it to me, and it looked like you were outside at a 4th of July block party. 
And he's got this big smile on his face. Well, then a reporter thought to do something I thought was really fun. Are you aware of the Andy Reid punt, pass, and kick stuff? Mm-mm. So when Andy Reid was young, this is 1971. Okay. When they would do punt, pass, and kick, they would do it at every you know all, all cities around America. But the cities with NFL teams, the kids who were finalists, if you will, would get to wear the team uniform, and they would compete at halftime. A lot of times, in like a Monday night football game. Now, I honestly, I don't remember. You'd have to look real quick and see when Andy Reid was born. I'm going to guess he's in the range of my age and maybe a little older. 1958, March okay. of 1958. I was born in April of 58. Sweet. Okay, so he's my age. He's 65. Mm-hmm. So at the time, 71, he was 13 years old. Now, all these 13-year-olds are lined up, and honest to God, it looks like Shaq and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> he is huge. And I mean, he's still a you know big guy, but he's tall. Yeah, 6'3". And, and, and when he was 13, he he was still, I bet in, I bet it, when he was 13, I bet he was 5'10". Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was big. And all the other kids were your average 13. They looked like, they literally looked like the dwarves going along with him. And then, mm. so they showed that video and he's up first and, and he won the contest like crazy. I mean, he was just so much bigger and more powerful than everybody else. So if you haven't, you can find the video. If you just just look up, punt, pass, and kick, Andy Reid. So someone showed the video to Rasheed Rice. Now this is funny. Listen to how this goes. Tell Mr. Small. <laughs> you look like got like a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's tripping. <laughs> no, there's no way that's it. I, I swear to God. No way. So if I ask, if I ask about it, he goes, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Right. What's the name of the team? This is the Rams. <laughs> this is at like halftime of the Rams game. No. I don't know what y'all built, but that's crazy. That ain't <laughs> 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 So Rasheed Rice didn't believe it was Andy Reid. And if yeah, you, I'm, I'm watching it. Uh huh. Look how he dominates. Yeah. That, that reminds me of when I was in sixth grade and we were playing in Dallas against Oak Cliff and we were literally facing 18-year-olds. <laughs> like, it's bringing back some PTSD of some bad memories. Oh, I actually had kind of a – I had a sixth-grade experience like that when I was at Bell Junior High School and we played against a team. I won't even say the team. Let's just – Are they more local? Yeah. They were, oh, they were local. Yeah, okay. they were local. They were – We'll throw them under the they bus. They were right over there. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you I'm pointing. But they were right over there. And I swear, this was sixth grade, I swear one of their players drove to the game. <laughs> when he got out of the car. Yeah. And I, he must have scored nine touchdowns in, in eight touches. I mean, I think he scored twice once in one touch. Have seen the bench warmers? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it was I am 12. Yeah, it was a little like that. I was like, what? <laughs> he might have brought his kids to the game. This I don't know, 50. but we've all had that. I just thought that was, that was funny as hell. Rishi Rice still didn't believe it was Andy Reid. And he didn't know it was the Rams. Really? Yeah, they were. Reed was wearing a Rams helmet, yeah. a Rams uniform. Now they even the, went back to that helmet a few years ago. They did. For they a while. went back to the blue and white, the classic yeah. blue and white that Roman Gabriel wore, mm-hmm. and, and Merlin Olson, and a couple Jones. Of years. Yeah, uh, and you know now they're back to the old colors. But he mm-hmm. didn't know. He didn't know that was the Rams. Uh, so they, I just thought that was a really funny moment. So Andy Reed is just having his week, and then he if is. he wins, he he's going to be right there with Joe Gibbs, and. Uh, um, who else has three? Oh, Belichick. Belichick. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be right there with Joe Gibbs and Belichick. 
with Super Bowls, which will make him one of the greatest of all time, which I think he already is. 736 on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce. I'm Rick. And <laughs> so we've gone from Lee Harvey Oswald to Rasheed Rice. It is it is a wide-ranging oh, yeah. show today, and it began with Malto Meal. You just <laughs> never know. 706 on the Blitz 1170. All right. Uh, when we come back, I'll get you – oh, I want to get you the uh, fake outrage mm. on Taylor Swift – well, it's the opposite this way from a Swift fan. Uh, just to kind of parody whatever, you know, the people who just hate the Taylor Swift thing are, are, are doing. We'll get that for you next right here on the Blitz 1170 at 736. The Blitz 1170, your new home for Rich Eisen. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma State Cowboys fell to the fifth-ranked Houston Cougars last night, 79-63. Kelvin Sampson got ejected in the second half while the Cougars were up by 20. The Cowboys only shot 23% from the three-point line. Javon Small led the team with 18 points. John Michael Wright added 13. The Oklahoma Sooners were able to honor Toby Keith last night as they handled 21st-ranked BYU 82-66. That's Oklahoma's second win against a ranked team. Four Sooners scored in double figures led by Javion McCollum, who had 20 points. And tonight, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane hosts the North Texas Mean Green at the Riddled Center. Both teams come into this contest at 12-9 overall. Tip-off is at 7, starting with a 6.30 pregame. You can listen to all of it over on Big Country 99.5. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. 744 on the Blitz 1170. You're always welcome to call us anytime or text us either at 918-262-5072. Neuropathy the Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Speaking of the Oilers, uh, remember, anytime they're home and you go buy some, you know, let's say inexpensive seats, sometime during the game we'll do the Blitz upgrade. That's where we will call out some seat numbers and take somebody from way up high and take them right down by the ice. It is the blitz upgrade, and you'll hear it, or you'll you'll hear it happen at every home game for the Oilers here because of us and the Blitz 1170. Well, that is us and the Tulsa Oilers. All right, he's Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey in the other room. We've gotten some text, uh, Gretchen text about Travis and uh, Travis Kelsey and and uh, Mahomes. She just says they're just downright funny. That's not the term she used, but I'm going to stick with she said. They're just downright funny, and I would have to agree. I wonder the same when, attitude. I wonder when the new will wear off that. How long can they be the the cool bromance? I don't know. I mean, when you think about with like the Manning brothers, for example, and just how long they've been able to stay in that sphere of being able to just like be an advertisement after advertisement and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it never really. I don't know if it's never really weared off with them. And again, they're not always just together like brothers all the time, but I could say go for a pretty long time. And you know, Peyton was the guy initially, and now Eli's doing it. Did you see Eli's rap thing yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, so it was so random, but I, I loved it. We, we need to find that to play. I, that was during the Pro Bowl. We'll get that. Oh, I've got it. Uh, I've cool. got it, and we'll grab it and we'll play it. I don't. Yeah, I trust me. I'm collecting all day long. <laughs> when I come in here, I've got an entire got ammunition, oh, enormous list of this. Yeah. All right, but I wanted to get to this. So I, the first time I saw this, and I saw it two days ago. The first time I saw it, I thought, all right, and then I went, wait a minute, that's no, she's not. Oh, okay, right. It is a parody. So, you know, there's a lot of people, and we've heard, I want you to remember, let's go back now, give ourselves credit. When this whole thing started happening with with Taylor Swift, we were the ones, we were some of the first to point out, she's not on that much, guys. 
Mm. I mean, if you're outraged by it, then you're looking for a reason to be upset. She's not on that much. And literally then people started tracking. And the most she's been on during a game shown was 44 seconds. The most she's been shown. This last uh, two weeks ago, it was, or a week and a half ago, it was 24 seconds. Yeah. That was it. Uh, but they, this great hue and cry from people, oh, it's a ruining the NFL, and that kind of thing. Well, remember, there's two sides to this. So this is a young girl in her car, and she does a really good job. In, have you seen the actual video? No. Okay. She's in the car, and at first, that's the reason I kind of bought it at first, at least when she first started. I bought it at first because she looks really upset. Does a hell of an mm. acting job. This is the very same argument from the other side. So I've had to beep it, but I've done so, and here it is. Hey, I'm feeling really angry and upset right now because I was just watching the Eras Tour. I was literally just watching the Eras Tour. I wanted to see Taylor Swift perform. And for a total of 20 seconds during the whole, like, three-and-a-half-hour performance, there were, like, 20 seconds where it showed f***ing Travis Kelsey. And it's just, like, it's. I was like, what? He was there, like, supporting his girlfriend and cheering for her. And I was like... I don't even understand, like, what he's doing there, and why is it showing him? Like, I just don't get it, and I just, it's just not, it's really not fair for us, for us, for us Swifties who have been fans of Taylor Swift for our whole lives. Like, we wanted to watch her perform, and the cameras just keep panning to Travis Kelsey, and it's like, okay, like, what, it's just not fair, it's just inconsiderate, and he's, like, when it comes down to it, like, he's, he's ruining live music, like, it just makes me, like, I just I just feel like I couldn't ever even go to another concert again. Like, I just feel like I can't even go to a concert because he's ruining it. Like, what's he even doing there? If I wanted to see him, I would have watched football. Like, it's not fair. It's just not f***ing fair. (laughs) (laughs) Point made? Oh, yeah. Everybody went, well, then she shouldn't be dating one of the biggest celebrities in in sports. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. <laughs> For 20 seconds during the whole concert. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. For 20, 30 seconds during the entire concert. And then that I thought at the when I when I read I watched it a second time and I went back and went, all right, she's that's certainly a parody. Mm-hmm. And you, she does a nice job acting there, doesn't oh, she? Yeah. She sounds upset and she's in a car. And how many videos have we seen with Karen's in a car <laughs> and or guys too? If a, if a woman's a Karen, what's a guy? Chris? I think they just. I think <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I think I think they've just gone with like male Karen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So a male Karen. <laughs> Sorry uh, to any Karens. Yeah. Out whatever. There. Uh, right. It, then you would look at her and go, "That ah, looks pretty realistic." Yeah, yeah. But I think she Great made job. a fantastic Touché. point. Why well, he's ruining live music? Taylor's was ruining the NFL. She's not ruining the NFL to the point of catch this because of her appeal, Super Bowl ads. Beauty brands have spent $7 million. Now, tell me the wow. last time you watched a Super Bowl and you saw a lot of beauty ads. I could not tell you. You saw Bud and the E-Trade Baby right. and, you know, some uh, you know Pepsi. or yeah, those. Doritos always has something good. I don't even know. I don't even remember seeing a beauty ad in the Super Bowl. Mm. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, so people like in NYX... Elf Cosmetics, Dove, have all purchased ads, $7 million. Now, does the NFL need that $7 million? Not necessarily. No. You know, do the networks need that? Not necessarily, but that's the kind of impact. For it's 24 opportunity. For 24 to 44 seconds on the air. 
Speaking of that, they're already starting to preview some of the commercials because, as you said, that's always fun. You know, the pregame stuff can be fun. And they're previewing some of the commercials. Have you heard the um, Uber Eats commercial where you, if you know or learn a new thing, you have to forget something else? Hmm. So the it's got the attention initially. Jelly Roll's in it. Who's you know yeah. he's having his moment too. Yeah, he's having his moment right about now. Uh, and then there's Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. Oh, are Austin in it. Reach. Yes, right. Are in it where she doesn't remember who he is because she learned something else. <laughs> and I'll play it for you a little later on. And it's the commercial's called "Don't Forget Uber Eats." Mm. And it explains it kind of in the beginning. And then there's a couple of random just actors in there, too. Like one guy walks into the office, but he doesn't have pants on. Nice. So he forgot to put his pants on. Yeah. And one guy forgot. walks in to talk to his dog, his, uh, his boss. And his boss says, have a seat. And he looks down at the chair and goes, what? <laughs> like he doesn't know what the seat is, right? <laughs> and then there's Aniston and Schwimmer, which I'll play for a little bit later on. Please. But those are the things, that if you watch them, at the end of the day, you'll go, hey, that was really funny. What was the commercial for? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, just I, I thought it was really funny. Yep. Other than the E Trade Baby, because he's called the E Trade Baby, or because of Bud, because you're used to the Clydesdales mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. What else in Super Bowl history, commercial wise, do you go? Oh yeah, that was this product. Um, m- m- maybe maybe with like Dor- again with Doritos. I was going to mention that one too because <laughs> the, the, there was one where they keep on. Um, I think like. I can't remember which year it was, but one where the guy he's it's his roommate is gone and he his fish ends up dying and so he like he sprinkles Doritos into the fish bowl <laughs> and it eats it comes to life and then he spills a bowl of ashes like like it's a guy's grandma's ashes or something and he, when he comes back he's like grandma and she's alive because he sprinkled Dura, <laughs> Doritos, Doritos on it there, right like stuff like that it's pretty it's just stupid but it's funny yeah it is but at least you remember the product because yeah. so many times the next day literally you won't remember the product but you'll remember the ad oh yeah and the, considering what they're spending on these ads they definitely want your attention mm-hmm. there's and they get it for the most part there's some that are really funny I find the e trade baby remarkably creepy. That's, that's where we don't see eye to eye because I, I loved that. Oh, thing. I know you do. And so did Scott File, who worked in here before you, and now yeah. is with the guys in the afternoon with the show with Bob and Colby. Uh, but I find it creepy every time I see that. I, I mean, to me, it's Chucky. I just, <laughs> I want to run in the other room. That one, that one creeps me out a little bit. But I'll play this one for you in a minute. Now, having said all that, we haven't talked that much about the game itself. Well, look, you know the teams and you know what's happening. You know the line. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's some things, and we'll especially get into that starting tomorrow on Friday, yeah. about some of the more, um, if you will, numbers-oriented or matchup-oriented things. I have been quite honestly still a little shocked the Niners are favorites. I am a little bit too. I mean, I think that on the surface it's easy to say that you know the 49ers have, have a stacked squad. They do. But Kansas City, I just I think they have that swagger with them that, again— when we talk about the inevitability, like Thanos, it's mm-hmm. just they're always going to find a way. And, and how, as, how far will that continue to go? And as much as we talk about San Francisco's defense, and it is outstanding, you know, you point we pointed out a couple of weeks ago about how good Kansas City's been under Spagnola, especially late in the year. Mm-hmm. And I, they never that they were never bad. They weren't. They had their lapses last year midseason. But they have been just incredible. And we've even seen those in Spags We Trust t-shirts. 
<laughs> you know, that they're using in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And and during all that time, with the loss of Tyree Kill and all that, everybody thought this their offense is going to go away. They haven't. Rasheed Rice yeah. has done his job. Kelsey stepped up even bigger. And somehow Mahomes continues to be Mahomes. And, and that is an inevitability there as yeah. well. With, with how much criticism the receiver group got throughout the season. But yeah. Rasheed Rice, I mean, he made such... Mm-hmm big developments. I mean, he's really one of the most improved guys in terms of just looking at the full scope oh, of the yeah. season. Yeah, and, and Kadarius Tony, yes, dropped a lot of balls. <laughs> and yeah. guys did drop. There was Scantling. that there was that yeah, there was that that what three game period when they couldn't catch cold. Yeah. I mean nobody out there. They were awful. They were just awful. And if it weren't for Travis Kelsey and then you know and they also lost a couple in that stretch. But they have kind of for now fixed that. And yeah. you hope, and for them, for their standpoint, you hope that continues. But I don't know how in the world at this point anybody could bet against him. And if you just said, "Okay, I'm going to bet on quarterback," well, <laughs> come on, you know, right? <laughs> but at the same time, Brock Party just keeps winning. Mm-hmm. And as much as you like, you know, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle is just as good. His overall offensive numbers might be aren't aren't quite as good, but he's as as good a player. Didn't you say Pro Football Focus had him graded higher? Or? Well, they, I mean, his blocking's graded ridiculously yeah, yeah. So higher. That, that helps him. Yeah, there's no overall, question about yeah. that. So, if, I mean, that's a wash in my opinion. Yeah. And you got Debo and you got Rishi Rice. I mean, there are a lot of things about this that are kind of mirrors, but there are a lot of things to get into, which we'll do in the next mm-hmm. couple of days. By the way, we got a text from Mark at 918-262-5072 after we played the parody, and all it says was, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mark, and Mark texts a good Tell bit. That's how you're feeling, Mark. And Mark, well, Mark texts a good bit, and I, and I love most of what he says. I don't know if you're if you're shaking your head because she did it, if you're shaking in the head because she made a point, I can feel you shaking your head. <laughs> I literally can. <laughs> I don't know from which way. However, I think the old Lord comment stands, and I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> 7.56 on the Blitz 1170. I'll get you this uh, this commercial from Uber Eats here when we come back in a moment. Uh, and then we'll get a little bit more into college basketball yesterday and a couple of NFL hires as well. We'll do that all coming up. It is 7.56, and this is the Blitz 1170. The Blitz 1170. Your new home for Dan Patrick. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Tonight, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane will host North Texas at the Reynolds Center. Both teams come into this contest at 12-9 and 9 overall. Tip-off is at 7, starting with a 6.30 pregame. You can listen to all of it over on Big Country 99.5. The Oklahoma City Thunder fell short in Utah against the Jazz, 124-117. Lori Markkinen had a double-double for the Jazz. They had a 60-36 edge in the paint against the Thunder. SGA had 28 for the Thunder. Jalen Williams had 26, and Chet Holmgren added 22. And Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter is returning to the NFL to take the same position for the L.A. Chargers. He'll be reuniting with former Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, who took the Chargers head coaching job last month. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.